Welcome aboard, space travelers. Please lower your harness and keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. Prepare for blast-off. Indeed, good to go. So, uh, and this should also be back recording a backup version on on the computer. So, this is the second attempt at the first ever live version of Discover DLP with myself, Nick, and me, Paul. Yes. So, we tried to do this um, last week, and it went well. It did go well, and we did it using. Skype's own software and that didn't work. No, it we, didn't. We're not sure exactly why. Um it just didn't work. So uh it, yeah, it, it just was not good. Um and so here we are with attempt number two. Um, we are and trying something extra on top this time. Yeah, this time we've Everybody also on this book. Yeah. So we we are live on Facebook as well. And there are people watching, so that's that's already good. Considering we've not told anyone we're doing this, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. They've all got their notifications working, obviously. Yeah, yeah that's got to be it. Um, so, yeah, we are recording this as a video podcast, um, but you could be listening to this as an audio podcast because we will be releasing this as an audio podcast as well. So it'll be in three different places for you. Yes, yeah, because I, th- uh, I think we're going to try and put it out on YouTube as well. So, yeah. Um, that's that's to come, but that'll be later on. Um, yep. So I suppose we better start off as we do each and every show that we do over here with what you're drinking. I already know because we talked about this before we started, but what are you drinking? Uh, I've got some apple and blackcurrant juice, so cheers. It's a good, it's a good choice. Um, I, of course, have gone for the Old Faithful uh, Cherry Pepsi Max. I don't know why I'm showing it because it just looks like black liquid in a glass with a straw. I mean, it, it literally... It's not in a glass. Mm. That's very true, but there you go. Um, so we've been talking about doing this for a little bit of time anyway. Yeah. And because of what's been happening at Disneyland Paris uh, in the last week or so, we thought this was a good opportunity to, to try one of these uh, broadcasts out and talk about what's been going on. Yeah. So, And in fact, actually, since we last recorded, there's a bit of breaking news as well, which we'll come to uh, towards the end of the uh, the show. But... Yeah. Um, do you want to start off with uh, the main reason we're here today? Yeah, well, let's start with the, the first thing that came through last week, and that was the, the massive press conference um, in Paris, um, which was expected to be a bit more than it was, I think. A lot of people were expecting some announcements about about the expansion, which we'll go on to in a little bit, um, which followed a couple of days later. But yeah, really, the press conference was just for um, the announcements of the new seasons, returning seasons, new seasons for 2019. Um, some that we've seen before and, and some that are new um, and some that have moved. Um, and we'll talk about those ones that have, have moved time periods next year. So the first one and is one that's been around for a while, but it's actually taken a, a change of name, I think, for the third time. Um, 
and that's Star Wars Legends of the Force um, right at the beginning of next year, a returning a returning season, previously been known as the Season of the Force, and I think it even had a name before that as well. Um, but that's returning on January the 12th, um, running through to March next year. Um, no closing date. I've seen different sources say different different dates. So it's definitely running until the middle of March. We're not sure when exactly it's, it's ending, but... Really, not much of a change to the to the season. the The only thing we are getting is a new meet and greet, um, which we're going. We believe will be going in the Spider Man meet and greet area, um, and that will be um, meeting Chewbacca for yeah. the first time in Paris as an official meet and greet. He has previously been at other events um, where you could meet him, but he's not been a, a regular meet and greet in the parks yet. Um, there's also a couple of additions to the stage show, a couple of new characters. BB-8 and Boba Fett will be, be joining the crew up on the stage in, in the studios um, from next year, which, again, a new addition as such, but not a massive, massive change um, for the event. Yeah, I, I mean, it's funny because we're repeating, when we, we were talking, we're going to be repeating some of the stuff that we talked about when we tried to call this last week. But, yeah. Um, I don't think either of us were particularly taken with the name. No, no, it's a, it's a little bit of a strange one. But again, we, as we said the other day when we recorded, that to be fair, none of them have really fitted. Mm. Um, season season of the Force doesn't really invoke great memories of Star Wars. Um, so I suppose this is a step in the right direction. Um, I'm not really sure what you what you change it to, to be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I suppose that there seems to be almost this um, this willingness to, to mention something about it being a season. Yeah. Um, you know, I think if I was, if I was planning this myself, I think I'd probably try and tie it in with, I don't know, maybe something like Forces of Destiny, a bit of corporate synergy. Um, yeah. Or even like, call it galactic celebration or something it's not like they've not yep. reused names for other things before well no you just have to look at the the current fireworks show that's what stealing, i mean stealing a major name exactly uh, from a us one yeah so i mean it, it happens it wouldn't be the first time that they, they do something like this so um that to me is what i think would have been a better um option but that's yeah. just that's just me um I mean, I, I'm not surprised it's back. Um, you know, it seems to be quite popular, and obviously Star Wars is still one of the biggest franchises that, you know, anyone has anyway. Um, yeah. Despite the, you know, kind of lack of interest uh, relatively um, compared with the last two films they've done. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think anyone's surprised it's coming back, but I think it's good that they're trying to expand it a little bit more throw in some new characters they're not rehashing um the same thing year on year um i don't think there was much different between the first and second year was there mm, did they change i'm sure it wasn't captain phasma doing the procession to start with mm, okay. i've got a funny feeling it was vader the first time because at the time he didn't have a meet and greet right it's only been since that first one where they reopened Star Tours and the the meet and greet in front of Star Tours that he's it's been a meet and greet. I'm sure it might have been Vader to start with, right? Um, 
with the original Stormtroopers, um, which has since now changed to Captain Phasma and the First Order. Which sounds like a, a really great 70s disco band, really. Yeah, it, it would have fitted in with the, the Star Wars celebrations, wouldn't it? With the, uh, the dancers on stage with Darth Vader dancing to Michael Jackson and stuff like that. Now, the, the interesting thing with what they've been doing with um, Seasons recently is that they've not had too much going on at the same time. So the seasons have had a chance to breathe, but that's going to be changing next year as well. Yep, so uh, more or less at the same time, only starting a week after um, Star Wars begins, is the return of another popular season from this year, the the Festival of the Pirates and the Princesses. That begins on January the 19th and runs till March the 17th. So very much running concurrently with, with Legends of the Force. Um, again, I don't think anything is really changing. There's not been any announcements that they're they're changing anything at the moment. Um, but I'm actually going to be out there for for both of these. I've got a, a weekend booked away with with my little boy. Um, we're going to be there for a couple of days to to see both. So both something like we kind of had touched on a little bit with uh, the the first Star Wars weekend um or or season should i say mm. um a couple of years ago but didn't really take a lot of, a lot of it in my, my little boy was only he would have only been three um and wasn't really into it as much we went and met darth vader we knew who he was and and we watched the the parade um the like the as i said captain phasma and um the first order, mm. uh, but that was about all we looked at, and, and I think he knows a little bit more about Star Wars now. Is it'll be six? Well, just coming up six. In fact, it's it's a couple of weeks before he's six, so I think he'll he'll know a little bit more about those characters at that point. So we're going to take a little bit more of that in, and and he loves pirates anyway. So so that's that's perfect for him. So we're going to take him both, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what they both offer. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's good that they're doing something like that because I do know that you do get people that kind of get a bit upset when they find out that it's going to be Star Wars season um, when they're going to Disneyland Paris as if, you know, the castles change to a Death Star or something. Um, or a big cake. Or that, even worse. Um, obviously, my wife is a big fan of that cake, but uh, I know many people won't. Um but so by having Star Wars in the studios and having Princess and Pirates over in the main park, it means that there is literally something for for everybody. Yeah, exactly. And you you kind of can ignore the Star Wars stuff in in the studios. It's it's very compact. We we found that, and we'll talk about it with the next next season. But it's all kind of kept in one place. It doesn't doesn't take over a whole park. And and the same with the Pirates and Princesses. That kind of just takes over kind of some of the decorations and, and a stage show really. Mm. Um, so it's very, it's very easy to avoid certain things if, if you're really not interested. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's not completely in your face. I think that's what people's worry is, is when they hear that it's going to be Star Wars or Marvel or, um, Halloween. Someone was complaining about Halloween recently on a, on a Facebook group. Um, you know, oh, they were coming from Australia as well. 
and uh, they, they were like, oh, you know, I can't believe I'm coming in October and it's Halloween. You know, I didn't. I want to see Disneyland pa- Paris as a normal park, not as a Halloween park. I just yeah. Thought, Why would you book to go in October then? Try and go into Disneyland. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, Halloween or Christmas, when you find that some of the major rides have got a, an overlay over them. Well, hopefully that'll be Phantom Manor next year as well. Um, well, yeah. But yeah, so so you know, these things are meant to you know be of interest to those people that are interested in what the season's about, but not ramming it down your throat too much. That if you hated Star Wars with a passion, you could avoid. You don't have to do all these things. It's not like everything's replaced with Star Wars. It's yeah, just exactly. additions to the park. Yeah, yeah, and and not major additions. To that it's basically it's kind of the entertainment overlay, isn't it? More than anything, and it's not really replacing anything. They just kind of move from one to the to the other. Hmm. Um, so you're not missing out on anything. You you're getting additional entertainment. Yeah, it's it's, it's it an add on if anything else, isn't it? Really, yeah. to uh, the usual offerings. Yeah. Um, so with that said, the next season after that is is uh, Marvel Summer, which is isn't the summer anymore, so it's now changed to Marvel Superheroes. Um, they'll be arriving in spring, so more or less straight after the other two seasons finish, from April the 1st to June the 30th. Yep, they, the, the Marvel superheroes will be returning. Um, no major changes yet. We've been told that the, the show will get a revamp. Um, we've talked about, about it. We didn't get to go and see it when we wanted to. Um, but We've, we've spoken about it. It didn't get really good reviews. There was some problems with some of the special effects um, and was lacking in storyline. Um, that's going to get a bit of a re- refurb to it. It's It's gone now. It's gone for, and I think we discussed this the other day, we worked out that it would be gone for seven months. About that, yeah. Um, so they've got, they've got over half a year to fix the problems that they had with the original version. Um, the only major changes um, on top of the the awesome dance-off that we had uh, this year, um, that will be coming back, but with additional bonus groups. Um, we didn't get Groot the same as California did this year, um, but we will do next year. He'll be he'll be joining in with the, the dance-off and also doing a meet-and-greet um, on his off time. So um, when, you said, when you said Groot, I thought you said Groot. And I thought, oh, so they're going to be actually, you know, going to be like a dance crew or something like that. But uh, Groot's better, I suppose. Yeah, I can just see uh, Groot doing the the Running Man. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the that's the only major change at the moment. Yeah, I mean, uh, for those not aware, that it's going to be adult Groot rather than baby Groot that we've seen in, in uh, Disney World for the meet and greets. Um, they've had adult groups at Disneyland California to say at the Guardians attraction outside yeah. there. Um, you know, he is probably everyone's least favourite group. You know, yeah. after teenage and of course baby being everyone's favourite. Um, but it's a good, it's a good character to meet. It's a good costume. Um, so it's it's going to be a good addition. Um, I don't think they mentioned anything about the statues, have they? No, they haven't. But I'd be but... shocked if they don't get dragged back out again. Yeah, um, I would assume so. They were they were a major major part of um, just the the atmosphere and everything. Mm. And we mentioned that the the Iron Man statue was our 
our waiting point for each other during the the run weekend. Yeah. Um, just because it was it was such a focal point outside the the what was the Cinemagique Theatre that's now is it Studio they're calling it I think. Um, and that's that's the weird thing because what I I don't really get about this uh, this season and what they they're kind of trying to do out there is that Marvel show should really be an all-round, all-year thing. Mm. Um, I I think, you know, if they're going to just run it for the season, next year it's going to be a shorter season than it was this year. Yeah. So we're looking at the 1st of April to the 30th of June. So yeah. it's barely, you know, it's a day, technically a day shy of, of three months. And then what's going to happen to the Marvel show? Is it going to continue? I mean, obviously this year, while it's in... Uh, downtime, they're replacing it with our beloved Cinemagique. But yeah. is that going to be what they do every year? Is it going to be the Marvel season will have a Marvel show and the rest of the time it will be Cinemagique? Or, you know, next year are we going to see a revamped Marvel show that's designed to continue running all year round so there's at least one Marvel attraction going on throughout the whole year? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I do wonder whether there might be some swapping around of of certain shows we've talked about it previously on on Diz after dark about what's coming to to the marvel land and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next next section but i do wonder whether that show will end up going somewhere else um once they start rebuilding that that end of of the studios um so i i do wonder whether we um we might get the um the movement of Philomagic could possibly work in that that theatre with all the new special effects they've put in there. I don't know, um, but yeah. it would make it would make more sense for it to be there than it it does to be in um, Discoveryland. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. Um, I mean, it's it's now open, isn't it? Um, the magic and um it, it's obviously not designed to be in that theater the screen's the wrong size um you know not all of the effects work uh, that you get at the other parks it's yeah. an old attraction as well yeah, i think it, it um, i think it celebrates its 14th birthday say it this week at disney world like it's, it's an old attraction and we're getting it for the first time and yeah. it does feel very much like they just shoehorned it in because they could um, and it yeah. doesn't feel like it's a permanent addition to me. And no, it, it seems like at times that they they decide, well, oh, we're just going to chuck in and see what sticks. Hmm. Um, obviously, Mickey and the Magician did. Um, that's done really well. They put this Marvel show in, not done anywhere near as well. Um, they've tried Philomagic, not particularly popular because of what's missing from it. Um, it does, on occasion, think they look at these theatres and go, oh, we'll just throw this in there and see if it works. Um, I mean, Philomagic's obviously been an improvement on what they have been doing in that theatre for the last, yeah. um, you know, God knows how many years. You know, there was still, when we were there for a race, no, actually, they'd taken it down by then, but so the last time I, I went down there, um, before that, they were still advertising Ant-Man. Yeah. Bear in mind, we had the, the sequel to Ant-Man this year. Um, you know, 
and it, and it, and there was quite a, a gap between films. It was a long yep. time coming. Um, I think I think Film Inc may actually be more popular than we think, purely because yeah. a lot of people, especially if they've not been to Disney World or, or um, Disneyland California or Tokyo, won't have seen that show. Yeah, I think if you've never seen the show before, you'll probably really enjoy that version because you don't know anything else. Um, yeah. But for people that yeah. have experienced it elsewhere, you realise it's not as good as it, it, it has been in, in other parks. Yeah, and I do wonder, there are rumours that it's, it is getting an upgrade in in the US as well, um, that it'll be getting some new scenes and, and some touching up over the, the next few years. So I do wonder whether this was just a stopgap until they get the, the real one, the new one. Yeah, yeah, it could well be. Um, so that's Marvel. It's back. It's not on quite as long as it was this year, but I don't necessarily see that as being too much of a negative. Because no, it just seemed back. to go on for a, it did go on for a while this year. Mm. It was it was one of their longest seasons I think they've ever done. Yeah, um, and it, it's proven popular. Um, so it's not a surprise that it's coming back. It, it was proven popular during the run weekend as well with the, the character meets during the 5K at how long the queues were, um, that Marvel's always going to be popular in those parks. Yeah. That's it. It, it is. And it's, it's you know, it, it, I think it's getting more and more popular than it's it's ever been. Like, every year it seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, yeah. And considering that, you know, next year we'll see the release of um, the final Avengers film, yeah, for now at least. Yeah, um, and with a lot of that current cast, it still shows no sign of kind of slowing down in popularity. They've just announced Dot Strange Two is yeah. is pushing ahead quicker than we expected to because of Guardians. Um, yeah. Black Panther Two is also rushing ahead, um, and they've just also announced Black Widow. Yep, yeah. uh, Spider Man's nearly finished filming now. Yep, yeah. they're back in New York. That's that's more or less done. Having filmed in Europe for the last three months, I think. Yeah. Um, before he headed back to finish off his scenes for the next Avengers film. Um, spoiler there. Everybody knows he's coming back. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not slowing down. And, and I think, I think there's certain characters that will be really popular in the park. And I think you've just, just mentioned one in, in Doctor Strange. I think, I think he's going to be really popular during, during these, these revamps of, of the areas in all, all three parks. Um, he seems to Benedict seems to have really sold that character a lot more than I think people realised. Yeah, he was always quite a hokey character, really. Um, yeah, he was never a really popular character. No, um, almost seen as kind of like a side character for a lot of people against your big guns like your Iron Mans and your Captain Americas and your Spider Mans. Um, but he has proved really popular in those films. Yeah. Um, so you know. More of it, please. I'm I'm quite happy with that. Um, so Marvel is finishing earlier. Yeah. So we're going to have a new summer season next year. We are. We are, and and that is the festival of the Lion King and the Jungle. Um, when we first saw it, it was only announced as the festival of the Lion King, and we went, "Well, that's the name of the show in Walt Disney World. That's a bit strange." Again, but stealing then, a name from something else. Yeah, and then then they added and the Jungle afterwards to the original announcement so this is all based around um the reopening of 
of the Chaparral Theatre or, or whatever it's going to be called once it is reopened. It's been been knocked down. It's completely flattened. We went down to have a look while we were there, and there's currently nothing there. No. Like, literally nothing at all. Couldn't see any building work or anything. Um, so that's going to be reopening um, as part of this festival uh, alongside a new musical version of The Lion King that will be going in there to open it. Um, this is going to run from July to September um, and will feature characters from, of course, The Lion King. I would imagine The Lion Guard as well might have some involvement there. Yeah. Um, and Jungle Book. So, which is quite a given scene as it's called and the jungle. Um, but. Uh, I don't know, George of the Jungle. Uh, yeah. Disney films. So. Yeah. Tarzan. Yeah. Tarzan's been in that theatre so many times over the years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I, I quite enjoy that show actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's a weird, it's a weird one. Um, I mean, there's obviously the new Lion King film coming out next yeah. year, so it, it makes sense from that point of view if they're going to kind of do it as a tie-in. But what they don't seem to do a lot of in the parks, for whatever reason, is they don't seem to change things up too much when a film no. comes out. So, um, I mean, Beauty and the Beast, they did have Belle in the live-action costume, didn't they? Yes, in the art of animation building, yeah. That's right. Uh, but generally speaking, they don't tend to do much for the live action films when they're coming out. So my, when I first heard about this, and my, still my, my thoughts around it now, are that this is going to be um, you know, based around the animated Lion King, as you say, the Lion Guard as well, possibly, um, and the Jungle Book. Again, I imagine that will be the usual um, meets and greets and, you know, characters from the cartoon version, not the live action yeah. version. Um, we just uh, we said the other day that it's a strange choice because those, those meet and greets are very limited. Mm. And to characters that we see on a regular basis as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, the... Um, that's, that's that's the problem for, I I have with it as well, is that there doesn't seem to be on the surface anything fresh. No, like it seems that's to be well. stuff that you can do all the time. I mean, uh, I know it was during uh, the 10k, but obviously King Louie was out for that. Uh, yep. Baloo is is quite regularly out um, for photo opportunities. Uh, we saw Rafiki during that weekend uh, in Adventureland while we was walking around there. Um, yeah, they're not going to bring out any new characters. I, I wouldn't believe. Um, mm. So you're going to be stuck, as you say, with the normal kind of characters that you can see throughout the year, pretty much. So I'm not really sure what this is going to do and, and, and be relevant, really. Exactly. Um, but people it's love the but yeah, they do. Ranking. So a lot of people are getting really excited about this one above some of the other uh, announcements they've done. So they're obviously doing something right. I just, just for me, I just don't really get why um, no. why everyone's getting that excited about it. But... No, and I, I said while we were recording the other day that it, to me, this might point towards what we're looking at for next year's Ron Disney races. Mm. 
um, that we may see a medal themed to The Lion King or The Jungle Book. My pick was the 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 lion symbol, the the Simba that's that's drawn on the wall would be a perfect medal. Yeah, uh, would and work. You made me very upset saying that because I then yeah. was like, I need to get to to one weekend next year, and I'm not going to be able to. Um, so I hope, in, in some ways, I hope that's not the case. Um, but saying that, I can always buy the pin. Yeah, exactly. So there's, always, there's always that. Um, okay, what's uh, what's the, the next festival lined up at the moment? Well, that, other than that, that, they're the, the main ones, the, the new ones after that. It's just the, the Halloween and Christmas festivals, um, as they always have been. Halloween's still going to be just a month um, next year. I know a lot of people have been asking for it to run longer, like the U.S. parks. Um, Walt Disney World starting in August and, and Disneyland starting in September, but no change for next year. Disneyland Paris is still sticking with with just October for next year, and then obviously Christmas in November and, and December. I, I mean, I think personally, I think that's fine. Um, I think the reason for it starting earlier in America is is kind of twofold. Firstly, you've got the tourists like ourselves who go during the the school holidays. Only time we're going to get to go out there, um, so it gives people that chance to kind of experience that Halloween season and make a load of money I mean, let's be honest yeah. that's the main reason why they do it um so is that element of it and the second one is that it's just you know halloween is a massively popular time of year in america and it's slowly becoming a bigger holiday and uh you know you you see a lot more things going on uh in the uk i'm not so sure about the rest of Europe but definitely in the UK where you know shops have more Halloween stuff in and you know you tend to have more parties schools now do Halloween discos and stuff like that so it's definitely becoming a a, a bigger and more popular thing in the UK but we're still years and years behind America and how popular you know Halloween is there so uh, you know another reason is because it's just so damn popular yeah, um, and, and and in Paris, it's it's not been so. No, and and we've said that the lack of of parties, obviously, hit it. Paris only has a regular Halloween season. They don't have evening parties that they close off the park to only people that have got an extra ticket. We we've told we're we're going to talk a bit more in depth on the next episode that we do about about Halloween mm. um, and what Disneyland Paris have done in the past, but. They did. They did try and expand into to the adult side of things following Halloween Horror Nights um, lead um, a few years back. Um, that didn't last very long. They they did a an evening in the in the studios where it was a bit more maze based and and scare zone based. Um, but that went by the wayside. That didn't do particularly well. And and they went back to just doing the season by itself and not having these. These extra after-hours events, yeah. But it's it, it's getting there. Um, but I, I think Halloween will remain to be a late September, beginning of October thing. I don't think we're going to see it ever expand, uh, or certainly not for the next decade or so, into being like a summer, a late summer thing. Um, 
but yeah, and obviously, you know, we got we got uh, Halloween, then we got Christmas. Um, not much going on around Easter again. I think they're still going to have that kind of. They don't really do too much for Easter over at Disney. No, Christmas. they had they had swing into spring, didn't they, a few mm. years back? Um, but that went by the wayside with the twenty fifth anniversary um, last year. So that isn't coming back this year. Mm. So I know a lot of people like that, but it's, I think it's very similar to what uh, Pirates and Princesses bring. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's kind of replaced it. In a yeah. Way. So I'm not I'm not too surprised that's coming back. Um, so what else are they? I, I mean, obviously there was one huge bit of of uh, news that came out of that conference, of course, which is of course Spirit jerseys made away to Disneyland Paris. Yeah, um, which which sold out and went straight back in to stock again within days. Yeah, if if not hours, um, I think they they knew they were going to be popular, so they they have plenty of them. So don't worry about paying uh, really inflated eBay prices. Um, plenty of stock in the parks. Um, best bet is to either go to the first shop in the studios as you go in through the main ticket gates uh, to your left hand side there's a shop there that sells quite a lot of clothes and that's one of the stores that does sell them um, and also obviously the fashion store in the village is yeah. another place that uh, constantly has stock of those so um, between, is it between the gallery and the Lego store I think yeah yeah I think that's that sounds about right I mean it's pretty yeah. much slap bang in the middle yeah, the village, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I think I think you're right. I think yes, because you can walk through the Lego store into that yes. shop, can't you? So yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, so yeah, but um, other than that, there were there was more important and bigger news than that. Yeah. So what was ex- expected to come from the press conference and didn't in the end, and and actually came a couple of days later was more talk about the the expansion um, that's that's coming. So. But we shall see. The, the the full announcement, well, it wasn't really an announcement. It, it came from uh, the government in Marla Valley. Um, so it's been confirmed that the expansions will be finished by 2025. That's when their, their, um, their planning permission runs out. Um, yeah. So, and it was confirmed again that it will be 2 billion uh, euros that will be spent. So we've now got confirmation of where that money is being spent. So 500 million euros is going towards the refurb of the studios uh, where Marvel's going. Um, 500 million euros towards the renovation of existing land. So that that's certainly the Marvel side of stuff. Um, so yeah. that's going to cost 500 million. Um, obviously, some of it won't. They won't need new buildings. It will just be internal stuff that's done on that. Um, so that's why that doesn't cost as much. Um, then you've got a billion euros going on the design and production costs of the new attractions. Um, and so that's going on all the attractions, I would, I would imagine. Um, yeah. And then 500 million euros to be allocated to the construction of new buildings. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I mean um, I've just got up on the, on the screen the article from um, ED92, which... I mean, if you like Disneyland Paris, you you must be aware of them already. And if not, um, go and look for them on Twitter and they've got their own website, um, e92.org. 
um, they always have great articles um, normally get quite good scoops as well um, yeah. and um, yeah that's that's where we're looking at this from now but um, they, I'm just kind of going through the plans the images that they've they've put there and one so, of the... yeah, on that top plan you can see see the areas where they're they're currently planning on building so the orange areas on that that picture is is where the new stuff's going um the where the yellow box is that's more expansion pads um for future expansion um so you can see how much room there there actually is for them to build even further out yeah um which isn't being used at the moment so that that will be there for for after 2025 depending on how well this expansion goes. Yeah, and it's, I mean, the other thing as well, because when uh, they said 2025, I thought, well, that's that's quite behind schedule. But as you pointed out, that's when it needs to be done. Um, so yeah. that's not necessarily when it's going to be finished, um, but it is when, you know, this needs to have been completed by. Um, and one of the things that I, I'm, I'm not really that sure, I don't really understand that well, is is these things here which are these kind of like touring buses. Yeah. Like a bit like a road show of sorts. Um, so what these are being used for is um, to show people, um, you know, what these plans are. It's traveling around like the local kind of community. Um, I'm not sure how far out it's going, but I mean, it's no, not it's traveling not the whole of France. Much. Yeah. Um, no. So that's that, yeah. It's it's a little bit it sounds a little bit similar to like what they did back in, you know, nineteen ninety. Um, yeah. In a way, but just for this, this is purely about the expansion and nothing else. Yeah. So, just at, at this point, I do want to give a shout out to Simon, who I've just noticed has made a comment on our video. He's currently sitting in the bar at the Santa Fe. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anywhere better better than uh, being in a bar on Disneyland property uh, whilst watching a live video of two people talk about Disneyland Paris? Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Are you drinking a Glotini? No, he said he was drinking 1664. Oh, get yourself a Glotini, Simon. We had one the other week. It was glorious. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's... it's um, I'll, I'll um, turn it off now. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's obviously exciting times. I think yeah. um, you know this is the biggest expansion that we've really seen since the park first opened. Much bigger than the studio's project um, was going to be. Um, the only thing we unfortunately talked about this on the foul recording was the fact that um, you know some of the properties by that time, you know, worried about how popular they're going to be. Obviously. You know, Marvel is is constantly making um, new things, so yeah. you know more films and, and everything. That's all good. Um, you know, Star Wars that will continue to grow and has this huge fan base, of course. But it's Frozen that's the one that worries me. Yeah. Um, that that's where I kind of not not panicky. I'm not panicky about it at all, but. Um, you know, I just wonder how relevant it's going to be um, by the time that expansion is, is finished. Yeah, and, and that's one of the ones that's obviously going to take the longest, I would imagine, because of its, where it is. Mm. 
on the on the plan. Obviously, that's the one that's furthest away from from the current park, and um, so you know, would imagine that's going to be the last thing to go in as well. well. That and the fact that there's obviously they're building a massive lake for it to go around, yeah. so it's not even a, a case of whacking up some some show buildings. They're, they're going to have to make this huge lake um, to to you know theme this land. You know that's yeah. that's an awful lot of work. Yeah, it really is, and 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 that lake we'll, we'll talk about something regarding that next. I think um, that's also come out in the last week or so. But yeah, that's that's going to be a massive undertaking, um, even more so probably than than some of the new attractions, um, because it's gonna it's a whole new a whole new situation. They haven't Disney haven't built a a lake like that for for a long time. Um, well, probably so, not since they opened up a, a park. Yeah, you know, I don't think probably. they've ever built one in a park that's actually um, you know already open and operational. Yeah, exactly, uh, and that is, that's a huge chunk of land, and, and they've got to take out the, the attractions that are already there in that bit, because of course that's going on top of where the the studio tram tour is at the moment. Yeah. Um, so it's not just a case of oh we'll dig a big hole and put some water in it. They've actually got to flatten it. Yeah. As to what it is at the moment, so so yeah, that's it's going to be a, a massive undertaking, and and we said that we don't think Disney have had a expansion of this size ever no they've built lands they've built one land at a time and then moved on to another part whereas this this is three new lands all all at the same time um other than building a brand new park they've never done anything like this no it's completely you know as you say it's it's unheard of so yeah no, we will keep everybody informed, though. Yeah, that's it. Um, I, I mean, it's going to take a long time um, yeah. for all this stuff to be done. So, um, lots of time to um, watch the progress and, and report back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you was going to. Um, you, you said that there was more news on on the lake. Yeah. yeah. So, in the last couple of weeks probably week and a half they've they've been testing some new new equipment out on lake disney um in front of uh sequoia newport and um new york um that points towards the fact that we're going to get a, a lake show outside of the parks um they've been testing water fountains and and the like out out there um it was rumored uh, a year or so ago, and we talked about it on Just After Dark and kind of pushed it away, saying it was it was rubbish, that it was never going to happen. Yeah, not, well, that, not that the show was rubbish, just no. that the fact it was going to happen seemed yeah. unlikely. We didn't believe it at all, but then it, it looks like it's going ahead. Um, we, I would say we probably believe that this is a test for the new lake. And um, once it goes into to the studios, this is probably on a very small scale. It could well be that it's a continuous thing throughout the night, um, similar to what they did with the the Christmas lights, the Christmas drones at, at Disney Springs a few years ago. Um, whether it happens multiple times a night, I would imagine that's where they're going. I don't think it's going to be a fireworks spectacular or anything like that. I think it will it will just be something 
even even not even going as far as something like the the processional the the electric light uh light parade on the on the lake outside the contemporary um it's not going to be anywhere near like that i i would imagine it's going to be something that goes goes continuously through the night okay interesting um i mean we were it, it, it's a weird one because obviously the reason why we kind of like papooed it when there were first rumors about it last year is it seemed odd to put something like that outside of the gates yeah because that area is actually really accessible um if you don't have a park ticket yeah exactly so, it's, it's outside of the security so anybody can get in there they don't even have to be checked or, or anything to get there I can see that changing. Yeah. If I'm honest, it's only talking about putting another checkpoint in. Um, yeah. So yeah, I can I can see them putting one maybe at the other side of the lake and maybe having you walk around uh, the, the the back of it. Yeah. Um, so it's you can avoid the other. It's one. interesting because when I went and stayed at the Newport Bay last year, they actually had security checkpoints outside the hotel. Okay. To get into the hotel. Hmm. from the front so i wonder whether that might be they might just reintroduce that so you to, to be able to get to the lake um you have to go through some kind of security hmm. i mean I'm, I'm sure they will you know they're yeah. very very hot on security for, for anyone that's never been to disneyland paris um i think their security is absolutely top-notch um arguably more so than even disney world and I say that because, you know, there have been guns found in Disney World. Um, and there's not been that found in Disneyland Paris. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's very secure. So I'd be, I'd be shocked if they had something like that just completely open. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting. Obviously, you know, we're thinking something like the drone show, as you said, at, we've seen it at Disney Springs. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, there's no kind of announcements or dates or ETAs even on it are there at the moment it's uh, just no it's literally just all, yeah it's all just rumour at the moment and what people are seeing uh, around the lake yep um, was there anything else from the conference that you thought we should discuss or, or do you think that kind uh, of... I think that more or less covers it to be honest um, it was, as I said, people were expecting a lot more than than what actually came from it. Mm. But we're still exciting for for people like us that that like to know and when to plan their trips and and things like that. So overall, it was it was a fairly standard press conference, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can't all be uh, they can't all be winners. Um, no. But yeah, I think it was good to have confirmation that things like Marvel were back and when they were and. You know, one of the things that we we did talk about uh, the other day, we keep talking about this phantom recording that we did, um, but is the fact that in some ways I think it's good that they're moving some of the seasons around, but on the other hand, the negative side of that is that people might have already planned their trips next year based on when they thought seasons were going to be. Um, and you know, Star Wars is is the odd one because Star Wars doesn't seem to move. 
Star Wars yeah. has been very, very consistent in when it is and when it stops. Princess yeah. and Pirates is obviously a little bit earlier um, next year compared to where it was this year. But I know a lot of people um, were planning to go over the summer to go and see Marvel. Um, and now that's starting in April, a lot of people won't be seeing it this year if they're planning to go in the summer. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, summer, so. it's kind of it kind of has cut that that period off. People were expecting it to to be the same again, um, but I think it was fairly common knowledge about the the Lion King theatre show going, and I, I didn't expect people thought it was going to be a whole season. Um, but we shall see. It it will affect people's holidays, sadly. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think in some ways it's good as said because people that can't go at those times it does mean that they will experience something new. But for those people that have planned it based on what happened this year, they could well be disappointed. So yeah, um, there is that. Uh, the only thing I wanted to bring up was something that's just broken today, um, which is the fast passes. The new fast passes yes. are now available at Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Yeah. And it was something we, we talked about while we were there, the, the fast pass one, which we didn't really understand, couldn't really tell where you bought it from. Um, so it's, it seems kind of strange that they've they've moved on so quickly to this this new tiered structure. Yep. Yeah, it's it's all it's all very odd as well. Um, so there's four there's four different passes. There's two under super fast pass and two under ultimate fast pass. Yeah. So. Uh, starting at twenty six pounds, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, that's the cheapest one. Um, that gets you a fast pass on for three attractions: uh, Ratatouille, Peter Pan, and Buzz Lightyear. And these are one time. These are yeah. all one time. Um, if you plump up uh, for the Big Thrills version. You get hyperspace mountain, rock and roller coaster, and twilight zone for the same right. price. Now, it's twenty six pounds, whether it's low or high season. Yeah, at the moment, which is odd. But the weird thing is, oh no, sorry, it's it says twenty six pound or forty pound. <laughs> I must vary by the day. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it's £26 or £40, depending on if it's a high day or a low day. Um, mainly that means if it's a weekend um, yeah. or, or holidays. Um, £26 or £39 from November the 7th. So it goes uh, down a pound after that time. Um, then you've got the Ultimate Fast Pass, which is one-time access to everything on that list. Um including Big Thunder Mountain, Star Tours, and Indiana Jones, which are not available on the uh, the more basic level. And that's £53 or £79, uh, depending. Uh, and again, these are all one-time access. So it's a little bit similar to um, what me and Craig got when we did Halloween Horror Nights last year, in that we had an express pass there, and that was one entry to every house if you yeah. needed it. Um, and then there's the ultimate ticket, which is unlimited. 
at all fast pass attractions um, as many times as you want to, and that's 106 pounds or 132 pounds per person. That's not cheap at all. No, I mean it's it's very very for me very very expensive now. Craig is one of those people that says that you can't buy your time. You know, yeah. he will if, if there's a way for him to save some time, he would rather chuck money towards it because it means that he gets an extra two hours to do something else or doesn't have to queue up, whatever it is. Um, but you know, you're looking there if you know you're getting that as a family of four at you know over four hundred pounds. A yeah. day for that top tier ticket. Um, yeah, and I mean, even if you go for the the other option, that's still over two hundred pound a day. Um, it's it's a lot. Um, yeah, and it'd be interesting to see how popular it is, and people are already um, speculating if this is going to be if Disneyland Paris are basically the guinea pigs to what the other parks might look to implement in the future. And yeah. This could be like a, a new global kind of uh, deal that they're doing. Yeah, and Disneyland kind of kicked it off, didn't they, last year with their Fast Pass Max, um, where you could buy uh, an individual Fast Pass um, that, that gave you access to, to better better availability um, and limited the, the Fast Passes with scanning tickets, um, so that that was kind of the first step, and I think this this certainly is the the next step onwards, and and certainly with the fiftieth anniversary coming up at Walt Disney World, um, and Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge opening in both parks, this is probably the way they're going to go. Yeah. Now the other there is one interesting thing here uh, on this on this press release on the Disneyland Paris website, and I'm just going to it now. Uh, which is if you stay in a Disney hotel or Disney nature resort, because another thing that's kind of gone under the radar, I don't know if you've noticed this, is that they've now classed Davy Crockett Ranch and Village Nature's as Disney nature resorts. Yeah. Which is weird. Just all of a sudden, they've just suddenly decided that they're going to plump these two hotels together. Yeah, um, and that's that's another thing that's that's come up is that... Uh, Felicia Nature, you can now book for as long as you want to go and to go on any day. Um, whereas oh. previously they limited what day you could check in and for how long you could stay. Well, because that's a very centre parks thing to do. Yes. Isn't it? To have that. Because normally with centre parks, you can kind of go for the weekend or you go for the week. Yeah. There's not really an in between. Um, they're your kind of two options. So it's very much. You know, obviously, because it's the same company, run that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's odd to be associated with a theme park and and be so kind of stuck to to that uh, yeah. regiment. So you know, that's good. But um, yeah, if you stay in a Disney hotel or Disney nature resort, you can get the unlimited ticket for the price of the one time ticket. So effectively, that means that you know you can get the unlimited pass um, for £53 rather than 106 or 132 So I suppose it's not bad. No. That, that makes a lot more sense. It does, 
but you've probably paid a lot more to stay on the property than you have yeah. if you stayed somewhere else. It's interesting that it states that it's um, so a Disney hotel because that to me suggests that it's not going to be um, one of the partner hotels yeah. as well. Um, and also it does say as well, Infinity and Magic Plus annual pass holders can benefit from a special fast pass discount. I do wonder, I mean, obviously we bought annual passes and you got the uh, Infinity and I got the Magic Plus. Yeah. And I think other than the photo pass being included and the uh, like VIP viewing areas yeah. and the parking, I don't actually get what, there's not much difference between them now. Because no. a lot of the things that you kind of got as an Infinity Pass holder are now being also given to Magic Plus, such as like yeah. entry to soirees. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if they've underestimated the popularity of that Infinity ticket. Yeah, possibly. Um, I only bought it mainly due to the fact that I wanted 365 days. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, in case. There is that as well, yeah. Because yeah, there's a the chance days. That, that I could end up going during a, a peak holiday season um, with the little one. Um, so that that was my main reason. I, I didn't use the VIP area because I didn't actually watch any of the parades or fireworks while we were out there um, yeah. this time. So I certainly didn't use that. I did use the photo pass. We, we got a few ride photos while we were there. Um, so that kind of made it worth it um, just for that alone. Um, but yeah, yeah other and- 365 access, then... There's not really a lot of difference. No, and to be honest, like you know, once you take off the price of um, the the photo pass, well, that would have cost you to buy it outright anyway, um, and you know the extra like ten percent you you get off on, on merchandise, then you know it, it starts to not make the gulf between the two appear as much as it actually looks on the surface. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I think it just. You know, when people are looking at it, it's just which one of those kind of ticks more of the boxes. And normally, it does come down to the, the numbers, doesn't it? Um, it also says here on, on the website, um, if a super or ultimate fast pass is not available when you request it, please select another date of visit or call us for more information. So they are actually going to limit these. Yeah. Um, it's not going to just be a case of, you know, we're going to sell these till they, you know, run out. Uh, you know, everyone has one and, and people can't use them. Um, they are going to put uh, a limit on. So it'd be interesting to see what they are looking to do for a limit. Um, you know, how many they're going to try and sell per day to make yeah. it still worthwhile. Um, and the other thing is, well, it's not available 365. So there are certain dates they will not be uh, having uh, as days that you could buy one even if you wanted one. Right. Um, so just looking now. Um, there's a few days, the 5th to the 8th of November, can't have one, which is hilarious to me because prices change on the 7th of November, mm. so on a day that you can't even buy one. Um, January has got um, about two weeks where you can't buy one overall, um, so that's that's also quite interesting to me, uh, and February. Um, but Christmas, no problem. Mm. So they're 
they're pushing these, I reckon, towards their busiest times. Hmm. That that's what that sounds like is that they're they're not selling them on on days where they're they're quiet. Yeah, because those the days that they're generally blocked out on are weekdays. Yeah, um, either Tuesday through to uh, Friday or Monday to Friday, depending on. Um, you know, high season dates are pretty much from the 15th all the way through to the 7th of January. All right. 15th of December. Um, and the reason for it being up to the 7th of January is because that's when Russia's still celebrating Christmas festivities. And yeah. They get very popular at the beginning of January because of that. Yeah. Uh, and that's why Christmas lasts a few days longer than you'd expect it to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting that come out today. Um, and I think... I don't think it'll be the last time we talk about it. No, I'm sure it won't be. I'm sure there'll be changes. I'm sure at some point we may even use it um, just to test it more than anything. Um, so I'm sure we will talk about it again, probably in the near future. Possibly. No, we definitely will. Um, and, and, you know, it'll be interesting to speak to somebody who's used it. Yeah. Uh, and also it'll be interesting to see um, you know, just how successful it is. This is going to go one or two ways. It's either going to really become this huge popular thing that we're all shocked by, um, yeah. and we'll hear about days being sold out, or it's going to cause a bit of an upset. Yeah. And I mean, it's already caused a bit of uh, an upset on social media, as, as these things generally do. But yeah. I think it's going to be very interesting, and I think it's interesting that they've used Disneyland Paris as the guinea pig for this as well. Yeah. I That's... think we might find that a lot mm. in the in the coming years. It's it's come out of its its twenty fifth anniversary now. Um not got a lot going on. Um probably until its thirtieth and even then I don't think it'll be a, a massive celebration. Um so they've got plenty of time whereas places like Walt Disney World heading towards their fiftieth um, and obviously, as we as we keep saying, Star Wars land opening in both of both of the parks in the US. Um, Paris does seem the the ideal target for them at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it, it's now it's under the umbrella. It's going to be a, a place where we're going to start to see a few more things like this. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a bit like I know this is obviously before the time, but you know Ratatouille. Um, that's a ride which they bought to Disneyland Paris and are now going to be exporting back out. Uh, yeah. That was a new ride concept for them. They hadn't got a ride like that. Um, obviously, you know, it's got similarities to a certain uh, ride about a transforming truck and a web-stinging superhero, um, but it's not quite the same. But it was the first time Disney had done something like that. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, now it's been exported out, so it wouldn't surprise me if during this expansion we see more new ride concepts and they use the studios and that expansion as a way of, of gauging interest. Um, I think if they weren't already planning it for California, I think that's where we'd see the Spider-Man attraction yeah. um, first. But uh, California can have that, because on paper it sounds horrendous. <laughs> and I only want to go on it if it's not horrendous. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll get something else uh, yeah. when that happens. But, 
Yeah. Um, right. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we wrap up this episode? No, that was it. Excellent. Okay. Well, uh, this is an odd one because how do we leave uh, a video podcast and a normal podcast? Um, I suppose to anyone that's watched the, the live stream or on YouTube later on, thank you. And we hope you've enjoyed it. And if you, uh, if you like this, if you have enjoyed this, then, you know, we'll look to do some more of these. If you don't like our faces, um, we'll take the hint and we won't do any more. Um, or I'll uh, hopefully, hopefully you will. Um, and for you listening, uh, for you listeners, uh, listen to us via the podcast apps. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And as Paul said, uh, we'll be back later, uh, either towards the end of the month or early next month with a, uh, a, a kind of look at the history of Halloween Disneyland Paris. Yeah. And we're going to look at Cinema Magique as well. Yeah. I don't know whether we're going to do that on the same episode or that might push that back to the one after yeah. that but basically we're thinking of new ideas and concepts um to to discuss and um also as well you know anyone that you know if there's something you want us to look into or discuss um you know contact us on twitter um at discover dlp pod um or email us at the same uh, address at gmail.com and uh, you know we'll certainly look into that. And before the year's out, we are definitely going to do our episodes where we uh, price up various types of Disneyland Paris holidays, so you can see how cheap or expensive um, going to Disneyland Paris actually yep. can be. And so. before we go, we have to give a shout out to Magdalena from Austria for for the lovely email she sent us um, a couple of weeks back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. It was very. That, we really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, we don't. It, it's an odd one because you know you get the odd kind of comment on Twitter, but when somebody goes out of the way and and uh, you know kind of emails with with, uh, with that much stuff, it's it, it's really nice. And and yeah, you feel that these hours putting into stuff uh, is worth it because people obviously enjoy it and get something out of it. And you know we do it because we enjoy it, but there's no point in us doing it just because we enjoy it unless people are actually enjoying it with us. So uh, thank you for letting us know about that. And um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Um, so with that said, we'll end this episode and uh, we'll see you for another Discover DLP very soon. Thank you very much, guys. Part of the After Dark Podcast. Oh.